0: Well, as promised, something of a contrast to the book that we were talking about earlier, Paul White, To Be Black, is a self-published book. It's by Bandile Magabile, and something of a tribute to artist Tembani Hastings Makai and uh, his work as an artist. So who is uh, Hastings and who is Bandile, and what's the connection? Well, we've got Bandile on the line to tell us all about it. Hi, Bandile. Hi there. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can. I can oh, I can, good, now. good. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. How are excellent, you?
0: excellent. Thanks very much. Yes. Um, now, who are we going to hear about first, Bandile or about Hastings?
1: Uh, let's hear about Hastings. Okay.
0: Who is he? He's an artist. He's a prolific artist, a graphic designer. Tell us more about him.
1: Uh, Hastings is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a fine art practitioner. Let me put it like this. He's a neglected black art fine practitioner. Uh, who's been involved during the apartheid times through his works, that is, his um, artworks through paintings. Uh, he's The artist who was involved in terms of a lot of uh, artworks in assisting the liberation movement during the apartheid times.
0: Okay. And how do you know him?
1: I met him at an event I was doing since I'm an art activist. I used to do poetry sessions. Then I saw him coming in in one of the events, and I got to know him like that. The more I got to know Mr. Hastings, I got to realize a lot of important stuff about him that I did not know as a black artist that has was involved in the arts. So knowing him, I got to be interested in documenting his works because I felt that as an artist myself, if there's great artists like him that are not known by the everyday men and that simply means whatever I'm doing as an artist it's going to be in vain.
0: Vanjili, you call yourself an art activist. Just explain what you mean by that.
1: Uh, what I mean is um, I'm, uh, I'm involved in putting platforms for different art forms. Mm. That is your poetry, stand-up comedy, music, uh, etc. I do I do shows to put uh, and create the vibe for for the youth to have something to do.
0: Okay, but uh, but also a graphic designer yourself?
1: Yes, I'm also a graphic designer, yeah.
0: that's right. Yeah. Let's, di- let's talk a little bit about Hastings. Just tell us a little bit more about him. I, I, I feel as if I sort of got to know him a little bit, not just through his works, but also you've just described a little bit about his life. But tell us more about him.
1: Uh, Robert, uh, Hastings is a, is a fourth-born fourth, fourth artist. Uh, he's a fine artist. He's a motivational speaker. Uh, he's a very kind person, uh, he's a genius, uh, a man who loves people. Uh, he's one of those people who likes his works to speak for him, hence um, some of the things are not known about him because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to talk about some of the works because he believes in expressing himself through his works. Uh, he loves art too much, and he loves artists.
0: Yeah, yeah, but as you say, I mean, you call his paintings archives of pain, and, and you also say that he actually didn't really want them to be seen.
1: Yes, those uh, paintings he did during apartheid, mm. uh, when he was expressing himself because of the situation that was happening at the time. So he used the brush on canvas to express his emotions and how he felt at the time. And he's even kept his painting at his place, uh, I didn't want to sell them because, like, uh, to him, selling a painting is like proti- prostituting his work.
0: Okay, okay. Yes. And so he's kept an, an archive, I mean, literally, of, of all his paintings. So he still got them at his home.
1: Yes, he still has all his paintings, except uh, one painting uh, titled uh, What Men Can Do. That one is kept at the University of de DPS Gallery. Okay. But the rest of the paintings, he has them.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm just looking at what what men can do, which is kind of a, a gruesome-looking painting with a gentleman with his hands tied behind his back, sitting on a chair. Other paintings, there's one called um, The Neighbour. Just just talk us through some of the paintings.
1: Uh, the book is a, it's not actually a book, it's a book work with paintings uh, showing the struggle of South Africa mm. through the work that Mr. Hastings did during the time. Uh, we have a painting titled African eyes uh, on this painting uh, we actually trying to I'm trying to restore the significance and the value of uh, Africans to realize the importance and the significance of being black and for p- being proud to be black yeah
0: uh, yeah yeah
1: uh, was yeah. No, carry on. yeah for instance like as we would say um, as we said Back in the day, when we sat around the fireplace, keeping ourselves warm and listening to Inzomi, that is the story that's told by the elders. We came to understand the universe language is one of completeness. If you notice that a lot of, uh, of Africans, they live in like round houses, they wear round beads around their heads. So with an, with, with a, with an African eye, we see ourselves complete.
0: The, the, this particular painting, in fact, it was um, was it commissioned? It was assigned by Reverend Duane.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That one was commissioned. It was a book. It was a book cover artwork for a book written by Reverend Samuel illustri- you he was supposed to illustrate. He was illustrating a book cover artwork.
0: There's another one um, that caught my eye. I'm just looking for it again. It's called Lamentation. Here it is. Yeah, I've got Lamentation, which seems to be referring in some way to education. Just describe it.
1: Uh, The Lamentation painting is about Mr. Hastings' uh, painful expression of grief for the type of education he got. He personally feels that it did not open any doors for for him. Instead, uh, the. Caps in the hood seems to be freezing because it's not it's not opening any doors for him. Uh, when you look at lamentation, it has two books. So in a democratic South Africa, if we say we are free, uh, education should not have two books, where you get a white kids given a separate education, black kids given a separate education to the whites. So if we are really free, we need to have both kids given the same type of education. For instance, when you look at the history of art, uh, it only focuses on white artists. You can ask me about black artists. I know none. Mm. But you can ask me about white artists. I'll tell you a lot. I know a lot of artists, Picasso, Renner, a lot of them, but I don't know my black artists. So I, I I believe that it's high time that we also learn about our own black artists, uh, we get our own artists documented. we study about them, and, and the kids will not be given different educations.
0: Yeah. You know, there's an artist, well, he came from Cape Town, I think, originally, I don't know if you know him, but I remember him once saying that people in the black community don't see being an artist as a true profession. What do you think? Do you think that's true?
1: yes uh, i'll say it's true because not even supported by those in authority those who are actually um, crafting the policies in terms of having our own black kids um, following the art and understanding the arts not only music uh, soccer because if you look in south africa uh, your media for instance you read the newspapers. You won't find art. You just get a piece of art, but you get musicians, talking a lot of musicians, soccer players. As much as they are enforcing such to us, uh, we're not all gonna be soccer lovers or mm. soccer players or be musicians or actors and stuff. So if only we would get enough uh, awareness and on the media, then we'll get a lot of stuff uh, liberated from us as artists.
0: Yeah, I guess one of the problems with being an artist, whatever community you come from, is that it's quite tough to make a living. Um, is Hastings still making these paintings? I mean, you know, Apartheid is over, this is this is his archive of pain. Is he still painting, and what are his paintings like now?
1: Yeah, he's, uh, Mr. Hastings is still painting. Uh, he's actually one, uh, he's an artist behind a lot of uh, national, um, National symbols, that hmm. is the logos.
0: Yes, I see he's done the Eastern Cape coat of arms.
1: Yes, he's also done the Sato logo, but we don't know about that. And I personally feel that it's very important that we should know about that, about our artists. He's the artist uh, behind a lot of other logos, but we don't know about that. You can Google it, you won't find it, but if we were to talk about, let's say, for instance, the white artist, and you google it you'll find it on google yeah. and see that uh particular artist has done this work he's the artist behind the sajn's logo the 2004 one he's the artist a lot of uh, behind a lot of other other logos but we don't know about him
0: yeah And there's
1: other other great black like, artists out there that we don't know and they've done a lot of work to south africa but now when they die that's the only time we would get to know those people and it's sad because now we don't We want to have people to inspire us when we only know them when they are dead.
0: Yeah, that's a point that you make, you know, right at the beginning of the book, that we shouldn't wait until people die before we sort of start celebrating their work. And in terms of inspiration, has he inspired you? Sorry? In terms of inspiration, has he inspired you? Has he inspired you and your work?
1: Oh, as an artist, uh, he introduced me to a lot of prominent people uh, to actually use my work as a graphics artist. And introduced me to, as a, as, a, as a poet as well, and performed on national and local and also provincial events to him. So, because of that, I believe that in the name of growth, we leave the places we love, we leave the people we love, and we get to meet new friends, and we start being attached with those friends, and forget about those ones who have actually assisted us in taking the first and the crucial step in moving forward, you see. So the book is also an outcome of my gratitude to him uh, to have actually made me realize that I could do such work for South Africa. Uh, hence, I also did the Mr. Mandela's Nanjad Birthday, the graphics behind that when I was commissioned by the Provincial Department of Arts and Culture and Overterm Municipality. Mm-hmm. So if it was in for him for the work I've done for other departments before, since he introduced me to the different individuals, I couldn't have achieved that and got to that level, and having that portfolio, so that wherever I go to get a job, I always use those works Mm. to show that I'm actually capable of doing such work.
0: And who's going to write a book about you?
1: Ah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Is it time for your autobiography now?
1: (laughs) Hey, I, I really don't know who's going to write, but I'll see.
0: Well, you put a lot of energy into Timbani Hastings MacKay's book, so I'm sure, and, and presumably you designed it yourself, did you? I
1: uh, never thought about that before, but I heard someone ask me the same question. I uh, was on Morning Live in December about the same book, so someone asked me the same question, so I could not answer him.
0: Well, maybe it's something you need to get onto. <laughs> uh, <yet>. I know. <laughs> i
1: only see that, but hey. Eh.
0: Worth uh, a try. Bandili, yeah. thank you. I'm going to, I know that you've self-published it, so I'm going to give out the uh, website if anybody would like to get hold of a copy. Okay. Right, thank Super. You very Thanks very much. Thanks You're a lot. Welcome. And that was uh, Bandili Magabile. And if you, it's called To Be Black, and it's the number to the letter B, Black, by Bandili Magabile. And if you'd like to get hold of a copy, check the website. It's www.publisher.co.za, publisher.co.za. <laughs>